Welcome to today's episode. I am thrilled to have you with me again today. And today I'm going to give you some tips on how to be sure to still get in some exercise, even within your busy life as a homeschool mom or a dad. And as a homeschooler, it can be challenging to find and make the time to exercise amidst teaching and grading and all of the other responsibilities that we have. Sometimes it can be stressful. So it is important and imperative that you're exercising to mitigate some of that stress. So let's dive in. Hey friend, I'm Melissa, and I'm obsessed with cheering on other women in this thing called life. I'm all about grabbing a cup of coffee, having healthy conversations, and making strong connections with others as we walk through what life brings. I'm a wife, homeschooling mom of three, certified online health and fitness coach, and the creator of 57 Simple, where I take the hard out of your health journey because it doesn't have to be hard. It's actually quite simple. It's not easy. It's not hard, but it is simple. The Healthy Connections podcast is here to connect you to the topics that educate and inspire you to take your health to the next level, regardless of the chronic condition you may have been diagnosed with, to connect you with people who are doing that themselves on their own journeys, and to connect you to their businesses that can help you too. We are creating those healthy connections through conversation, community, and a little bit of coffee. I want you to come as you are and celebrate your wins with us. When you come to sit at the table with me every Wednesday, it is my hope and my prayer that you are left feeling inspired and ready to tackle the rest of your week with your head held high. I will be cheering you on as you go after those health and fitness goals. We want to help you honor the body God has given you physically so that you can overcome what life throws you mentally so that you can shine your light. Sound good? Okay, my friend, grab a cup of coffee, a jug of water, or a glass of kombucha, put on those cozy socks and those yoga pants, and welcome to the conversation at the Healthy Connections Podcast. All right, so what am I grateful for? Remember, we always, or I try to always, remember to start each episode with something, three things mainly, that I am grateful for, and I encourage you to do the same with your kids, if you're listening to this in the car, if you're listening to this out on your walk, pause and think of three things, big or small, that you are grateful for today. So the one of my things is the fact that it is Easter week, Resurrection Day week. Um, It is amazing how much I love this holiday because of the meaning. It has zero to do with the chocolate or the bunnies or the this or the that. It has everything to do with the meaning of Easter, that Jesus died on the cross to save us from our sins, and that um, all who know him and come to him will be saved, and he He resurrected for us. And it's pretty incredible to really think about the magnitude of what he did. And, you know, it's just, it's my favorite holiday. And people are always like, why? And I'm like, well, let me tell you why. (laughs) And that is why. It is because of what he did for all of us. And I'm just grateful for that. I'm grateful that it is Easter week, finally. I look forward to this year, to this time of year, every year, because of this holiday. And because when this holiday rolls around, it also means that spring is here. Even though it was 30 degrees outside this morning, it's still freezing here in New England. But I am hopeful because spring is supposedly here. So there's that. 
And I am also thankful for a weekend full, a full weekend. And I love my relaxing weekends too, but this weekend it was full. And yesterday, actually, we, my son and I participated in volunteering. His Taekwondo school was the host of the USA TKD, USA Taekwondo uh, Massachusetts tournament. So we volunteered. I had a mom, quote unquote, fail moment where I forgot to register him for the event to do his say. But all that said, I had volunteered to help first thing in the morning. And so I was going to help and then he was going to do, do his uh, say event. And I registered myself and then couldn't figure out how to register him. So I said, oh, I'll just get back to it. And I never did. So... Instead of saying, I'm not coming, I'm not going to volunteer because he's not able to compete, I said, Nicholas, we do not back out of things that we've promised to do, so we will go and we will volunteer together. And he actually had a great time. He got to give the medals to all the winners, so that was fun. And so I'm thankful for that teachable moment with him, and I'm thankful for our Taekwondo school and all that they do for those kids. So I am also thankful for our chickens. One of our chickens is having a hard time. I'm not too sure what's wrong with her, but I am very thankful for them. And see, this is what I mean. Like your gratefulness does has no bounds. It does not need to be something huge every day. It can be the little things in life. And so they give us those very valuable eggs. And while I can't have them all the time anymore, my kids love them. Well, Nicholas is allergic to them, but um, our other two kids love them, and my husband loves them, and I do love them. I just have to be careful because I am very sensitive to eggs now. So I'm still thankful for them and all that they give to us. So what are you grateful for today? I'd love to hear it. Shoot me a message on Instagram or via email at gettingitbacktheNumber4good at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you and hear what you are grateful for today. And hey, have you ever gotten value from this podcast? Or are you enjoying what I'm bringing to you each week on the Healthy Connections podcast? Have you learned something that you've been able to implement in your life? If so, would you mind pausing me really quick and leaving me a review It's the only way I know that you're enjoying what I'm putting out, and it's super quick to do, I promise. I want to encourage you each week, so please pause me now and go to your phone, scroll down under the podcast to leave a review, and by the way, if I read your review on the air, you'll receive a Coffee E gift card from me. All right? Easy as that. So let's do that, and let's get to it. Here are my top three tips and tricks for being sure that exercise still remains a priority as a homeschooling mom or dad. Number one, quick and easy exercises, my friends. Anything that you can do while homeschooling your kids, like squats, stand with your feet shoulder width apart, okay? Squat down, just in case you don't know what a squat is. Proper form is key, okay? So make sure you're using proper form. Modification is totally fine. All right, so let's discuss squats. So you're going to stand with your feet shoulder width apart and squat down as if you're sitting on an imaginary chair. You're going to stand back up and then repeat. So you just, what I encourage you to do is use an external judgment system such as a mirror 
or flip your phone around so that you can see yourself doing it. You want to make sure that your knees are not bowing out or in. Your knees should be straight in front of you, okay? It indicates muscle imbalances if your knees are going outward or inward, all right? So try your best to keep them going, your knees going straight forward, all right? And there's plenty of videos out there to show you how to do it properly, but you can do this while you're reading or while the kids are doing some independent work. Just bang out some squats and you'll be good. So same thing goes with jumping jacks, lunges, you could do a wall sit, push-ups. That could be fun. All you have to do is if you were to do the wall squat, for example, while reading, you could have all of you line up against the wall with your book, right? And somebody reads a paragraph while they're doing a wall squat. Everybody's doing a wall squat together. All right. Mom or dad reads a paragraph. Okay. And then she or he can finish their wall squat. They can slide down to the floor while all the kids are still holding their wall squat. You pass the book to the next person. The next person reads another paragraph. They're done reading their paragraph. They can slide down and, you know, so on and so forth. Go from there and just keep doing it. So then you go back up to your wall squat. And that's just an easy, simple way to get in a little bit of movement, get that heart rate up while you're doing your homeschooling. All right. So you can also incorporate, obviously, brisk walks with your kids in between lessons or do some stretching exercise during breaks. Always check with your doctor before starting any new exercise routine. I have to say that. I do mine during my lunchtime and I push play and get a 30 minute workout done every day. And sometimes my kids will join me. Most times they don't, but that's okay because I'm having them go outside and play to get their exercise or whatnot. But if you as the parent are looking for ways to get your exercise in, I encourage you to just do the little things first. And then once the little things have been mastered to actually take that time for yourself, the 30 minutes a day for yourself to get in a workout so that you can be your best for those who need you the most. And that's your children who need you to be there to homeschool, be in your best mindset as often as possible, right? And exercise is a huge piece of that. And it is imperative that it is worked into your schedule, which, you know, is one of my tips all the time is to work it into your schedule, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Number two would be to incorporate your kids into your workout routine with homeschooling. Kind of ties in with number one. That was more like fun ways to get things worked into your routine. This is incorporating your kids. So start your day or add it into your routine first thing in the morning. So a quick workout can help energize your body and your mind. So this can be as simple as a 20-minute workout or a quick jog around the neighborhood. But getting that blood flowing first thing will help all of you tremendously. If the morning doesn't work, schedule it into your school day. Having the specific time will help you with consistency. And the consistency is the special secret sauce. People always ask me, well, what is the secret sauce? What's its consistency? It's literally just being consistent, like brushing your teeth or taking a shower. You've got to be consistent with it four to five times a week. 
is what I tell my clients to aim for, to do specific workouts versus walking is amazing. Don't get me wrong here. Walking is incredible and we should all be doing that every single day. After a while, your body becomes adapted to walking and then it's not, it's still great to walk, but it's not going to challenge your body any longer. So you need to do something different. Whether or not that's high intensity interval training or bar workouts or Pilates or cycling or, and you can do it on a spin bike um, or lifting weights, incorporating that into some cardiovascular exercises. You just need to challenge your body and trick it every once in a while. It'll be like, oh, what's this? I think I need to adapt and change to understand what she or he is doing to my to me right now, right? So doing something different. If you're out for a walk with your kids every five minutes, stop and do five squats or stop and do five push-ups. It might seem silly while you're out walking, but it's fun. And at the end of the day, who cares what people think if they're laughing at you while you're doing push-ups on your walk? It is about having fun with your kids, having fun with your exercise, and not dreading it. So you can involve your kids whenever possible. Getting them moving will help them too, of course. And, you know, I have my son do some push-ups in between each subject of the day. So I'm like, all right, let's stop and do 15 push-ups or or let's do 15 jumping jabs and 15 push-ups just to get his mind back in the game and to break up the monotony. All right. You can also make it a game. So consider turning fitness into a fun game with your kids. And this could mean an obstacle course in your backyard, doing a scavenger hunt workout, but that would be fun, or simply setting up a timer and then seeing who can do the most jumping jacks in a minute. But also keep it simple. It's all about keeping it simple when it comes to fitness with your kids. You can even put some numbers on paper and some exercises on some paper and then put them into two different bowls. You know what I mean? So cut out some numbers and then cut out some exercises, put them all in two different bowls. And then each day, choose a number and an exercise. So every morning, choose a number and an exercise. And then every hour, do that exercise. So say you get number eight and lunges is your exercise. Do eight alternating lunges every top of the hour to get up and move. So have some numbers like one to 30 or one to 31, depending on the month and the correct number of exercises to coincide with those numbers and go for it. That would be a fun little thing that you guys could do. So to help you with this, I made these for you and you can go grab them on my website. It will be in the pop-up that comes up on the website, www.melissahadley.com. And you can just type in your email there and they will all be emailed to you. You print them off, cut them up, and you're good to go. So remember that any form of movement is better than none. So before I get into my third tip, I want to just remind you that my 57 Simple program does continue. It is still going strong. These women are on their second round now. They're doing amazing. Some of them are on their first round. Some of them are on their second round. They're doing great That is my eight-week group coaching program in which I teach you 
the mindset shifts that need to be made so that you understand how to push through whatever it is that's holding you back from sticking to your health and wellness journey. So is it exercise where you start and you stop or you get totally derailed on your nutrition on the weekends? Why are you doing that? I help you uncover those whys. I help you stop them in their tracks. I also help you understand that 80, 20, 90, 10 rule is okay. And you should give yourself grace while reaching for your health goals. And I teach you that mindset shift that is necessary. So if you are interested in more information about that, you can just go right to my website again, www.melissahadley.com. And you'll see the information there. I encourage you to reach out to me about this program because it is making an impact and I want it to make an impact on you as well. And a special surprise, I guess you could call it, is pretty soon I am going to be offering one-on-one coaching. That is something that I haven't done in a long time. It has always been group coaching, but I am really excited, really excited to dig super incredibly deep. More information about that coming very soon. So stay tuned for that. All right. So back to my final tip is to start teaching the benefits of exercise as part of your science class or start part of your health class and actually participating in it yourself so that your kids see you participating as well. And if you're not sure how to do that, you can absolutely make it a learning opportunity for both of you. So two benefits of exercise to start with would be that exercise improves concentration. So exercise has been shown to improve focus and concentration, of course, which can be particularly beneficial for homeschooling students who need to stay focused during their lessons. Regular exercise can also help increase mental alertness and reduce fatigue, that fatigue feeling halfway through the day. Um, And it can really just potentially leading to more productive study lessons. Who doesn't want that? And it also helps reduce stress and anxiety. And exercises release endorphins, which are natural mood boosters, and can also help reduce feelings of anxiety and depression. So this can help your student and yourself feel more relaxed and motivated. These types of things teach them that it's not, exercise isn't just about, you know, being in a healthy weight or whatever. It's about your whole body and how you feel and you mentally and physically feel. You know, it's about all of it. It's not just about the the weight loss piece, which I think is what gets the most press, so to speak, is, oh, you exercise to be, you know, skinny or you exercise to have big muscles, which it's great to be strong. I, I would prefer to be strong over skinny any day. It's also about what it does for your mind, what it does for anxiety, what it does for your internal organs. All of those things are helped with exercise. So I just encourage you to dive really deep into those topics with your kids and let them know that this is why we take care of our bodies. This is why we exercise. And, you know, all it takes is a good 30 minutes a day, 20 
minutes is fabulous. 30 minutes is even better. Working out for too long during the day can be detrimental. Doing too much exercise can be dangerous because you can overwork your body and then that can lead to injury. And it's just not sustainable, typically, to do an hour workout every day. It's just not sustainable. So my goal is to always teach something that is going to be sustainable so that you can do it consistently. All right. So there you go, my friend. Some of my top tips to help you incorporate exercise into your homeschool day. I hope you found these helpful. And again, if you did, please share this episode with another homeschool family out there. And again, don't forget to go grab those numbers and those exercises over on my website, www.melissahadley.com. I hope you grab that for you guys to use and I hope you enjoy it. So our Bible verse of the week is John 19, five through six. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe, Pilate said to them, here is the man. As soon as the chief priests and their officials saw him, they shouted, crucify, crucify. But Pilate answered, you take him and crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. I hope that you enjoy your resurrection day week. I hope that you take it all in. And if you are new to faith or you don't have a faith, that you would plug into a church near you this week and get connected. Until next week, my friend, connect with others with a simple smile, a hug, or a high five. And remember to be well, be kind, and find the happy in the everyday.